Welcome to the Relationship Revolutions podcast with Alan Watts, the love engineer. The world needs more healthy, loving, and lasting relationships, yet school does not teach how to attract, build, and keep them. Hey, and welcome to today's episode of the Relationship Revolutions podcast. Today's podcast is about the five reasons why men stay in relationships way too long, even more so if they're married. And this comes from a lot of the guys that I've worked with, but also my own personal experience. Now, it's not a one size fits all, but what I have found over the years is that any guy that stays in a long-term relationship too long is for either one of these five reasons or a little bit of more than one. So the first one is that even though the relationship they're in is not a great relationship, it's not painful enough for them to want to leave, for them to walk away. It's less painful to stay than the pain of being on their own or having to find someone else. Along with that is a fear that they might find never find someone else that's as good as what they've got right now, even if it's not great. Number two is low self-worth. And this put too much emphasis on pleasing their partner or their wife or anyone but themselves. They're looking at the effects, how the effects of them leaving would affect the partner or children more than the effects that staying is having on themselves. They're not important enough in their own lives to to look at how that relationship, even though it's not great, is affecting them personally. Number three is fear. This is a big one, especially for guys who are married and um, own a home and have children. It's that fear of losing the house in the divorce. It's the fear of being cut off from their children in the divorce or the relationship breakdown. It's the fear of being alienated from the children's lives by their mother. All these things are big heavyweights. And even though that relationship is not a great place for him to be, he will stay for that certainty of knowing where he's living, the certainty that he sees his kids and gets to see them grow up. That is a very, very big thing for a lot of guys. Number four is linked to the old caveman brain, the monkey mind that's so attached to success. And part of that success in life is success in relationships and marriage. And there's a a lot of guys who believe that walking away from a marriage is failure. And failure means no success. If she leaves him, it's a failure as well. And it's a really difficult place for a guy to be. But it's also a difficult thing to get away from. Because that feeling like you failed in the relationship or marriage or life is a very, very horrible experience. Number five, a lot of this goes down to the social conditioning that we receive over the years that the man's got to be supposed to be the leader of the family, certainly more in history maybe than today, but that conditioning is still there. 
And the best way to sum it up is to use a naval metaphor. And I probably mentioned it in other episodes. And that is that the captain goes down with the ship. It just happens to be a relationship rather than an ocean-going vessel. And if the man feels like he is the captain or the leader of that relationship, he can't leave because then that goes back to number four because he's failed. So he will stay to his own detriment to not be the failure, to keep the kids in his life, even though if the relationship's in that much of a mess, it's not going to do him or anyone else any favors. And the flip side of that, a lot of people watching you or listening to this may say, well, why doesn't he just get help? Why doesn't he seek assistance or guidance? Well, that again goes back to the social conditioning and the monkey mind and that that need for success and that need to be to get it right, the need to be the captain of that ship. And we also get almost conditions from a very early age that asking for help is a weakness. Not so much now, but certainly decades and centuries beforehand, it was a very asking for help was one of the biggest signs of weakness there was. Not so much now. Is it truly a weakness? No. It takes a lot of courage for a guy to ask for help. So why don't we do it? Because we think we've sorted out for ourselves. And a lot of the time, to use my uh, my friend Joe Horton's analogy, it's like we're parachuting on a skydiver, a parachute jump. And we think, no, I've got this, I've got this, I've got this. And about a meter from the floor, then we pull the cord. By then, it's too late. We need to pull that cord a lot earlier. So what can guys do if they think are being affected by these five things? And also, what can you do if there's a man in your life that has been affected by these things? So some tips to overcome these five challenges. Number one, when it's not painful enough. Well, there are two options. One, you can find reasons why it is more painful than it actually is to give yourself that reason to make a decision or take some action, whatever that may be. Another thing you can do is set some boundaries and stick to those boundaries, stick to your limits. And if also communicate these boundaries and limits, because if your partner does not know about them, they're not going to stick within them. Like if you're playing a game, you have the lines on the outside of the pitch. So you know when the ball is out of play, but if those lines aren't there, where's the limit? Number two, to build your self-worth. Why do we have no self-worth? Firstly, because when we look inside ourselves, all we see is the negative stuff. That's all we're looking for. When you look back at the past, life through the past and the journey through the past, you'll only look at and remember the bad stuff. I guarantee you there is good stuff. Another thing you can do with self-worth is an NLP technique called modeling, which is you look at someone else who's already got or already has the things that you want and model them. So for example, if you look at a guy who's in a healthy relationship, how does he show up in that relationship? What does he do? How does he communicate with his partner? All those kind of things. And then you can model them. And if that man is a worthy man, 
then you will become that. It's not fake it till you make it. It's act it until you become it. With the fear, you can get help. Drop me an email to relationship-revolutions at theloveengineer.rocks. Alternatively, how can you change the way you view the situation? Is that fear real? Yes, that is the experience of some other men in the world. But is that really what your partner will do? I don't know. Maybe get some relationship counseling or relationship coaching and find a better way forward. Build a stronger relationship based on what you've got right now. And number four, leaving equals failure or relationship breakdown equals failure. Does it? How can you change your perspective around this, around what is successful and what is failure? Because so much of the time, people view a successful relationship as one that's been long-lasting, but a long-lasting relationship where you don't get on. That's not a success. Maybe getting to that point where you say, actually, this isn't working for either of us. Can we make some changes? Can we both play full out to build a better relationship? Can we get some help or do we call it a day? That's not failure. Number five, the captain goes down with a ship. Well, as a captain, you've got the choice. You can go down with a ship. But what you can also do beforehand is change direction. Go somewhere else. Take a different path. One of the challenges with men is we don't want to ask for help. And we don't always like being offered it. Especially if it comes across in a way that we're being told what to do. So a great suggestion from Anthony Asprey on episode two of this podcast. He says, give them options. So share the link to a podcast with them, but don't tell them why you're sharing it. Just say, I was listening to this today and there's something on here that made me think of you. You might want to take a listen. And then if it's a man you live with, have it playing in the background. What I learned from women who are in messy relationships, some of them are actually wanting the man to just step up and lead the process of separation. They don't want to be the one or to end the relationship and neither does the man. So they're both in this relationship that they don't want to be in, but nobody's making the first move. Whether that first move is to rebuild the relationship and make it stronger and get more clarity and alignment and everything else, or whether it's actually right We've given it our best and it's not working out. So let's move forward from here. There is no reason to stay stuck in any relationship that's not serving you. Even more so, there's no reason to stay stuck in a relationship when there are always different approaches and alternatives to rebuild, recenter that you may not have tried yet. Hopefully this has been useful for, for somebody. If that is you, please click the um, review button. Better still, share it with somebody you may feel will benefit from it. I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to the Relationship Revolutions podcast with Alan Watts, the love engineer. If you found this episode useful, please like, subscribe and share.